So for Parsha, for Kitisa, this week is also Parsha's Para, um, but we're going to talk about a Kitisa item, which is actually from Parsha Shkalem, come to think of it, because um, Parsha Shkalem is the first part of Parsha's Kitisa. Um, so I, my question is, who made the Shekel Kodesh? Who made it holy? And what I mean by that is, in the beginning of Parsha's Kisisa, we find out about the collection of Shkalim. They do a census of the Jews, and everyone, or I shouldn't say everyone, um, it's the, the males of military age at that point, um, are giving a half shekel. But the way the Torah says to give it, it says, Zeyitnu, this is what they shall give. Kol ha'over al ha'pekudim, all of those who are going to be counted. Machatzis ha'shekel, half a shekel. Bishekel HaKodesh, using the holy shekel or of the holy shekel, half of a shekel HaKodesh, a holy shekel. So the question is, who made a shekel holy? What does that mean, a holy shekel? Half of, like, why is that a, a Kodesh thing? What would you say before we see what we're going to see, um, before we see that? Like, what, how, why is this called a shekel HaKodesh? What's, what do you mean? So you're going to use it for a Kodesh purpose. The intentions? Right. So that's right. So that's Ramban. Ramban says not about, not about the half shekel per se, but about the shekel currency overall. This is going to be used for Kedusha. So take a look at number three. I'm jumping number two for the moment. Where Ramban says, Uba'avur, and because Shemishikle ha'arachin upidion ha'bachor b'madbeya ha'hu sheim kodesh, or Shemishkele, I should say, ha'arachin upidion ha'bachor b'madbeya ha'hu sheim kodesh, because when they made their erchin donations, erech is a scale uh, that is used for donations to the base hamikdash. In the Torah, we, we're told it's in Parshas Bahar, if I remember, um, we're told that. If you, if you say you want to give your value to the Beis HaMikdash, that's one thing. If you say you want to give your Erech to the Beis HaMikdash, in modern Hebrew, Erech means value. But in the Chumash, as it's used in this context, it doesn't refer to value. It refers to a particular scale. Based on your age and based on your gender, there's like a table. You give this amount when you promise to give Erech to the Beis HaMikdash. Our point is not to discuss Erechin right now, but... The, um, the Erech donation was given using Shekel weights. So the Shekel is used for a donation to the Beis HaMikdash. Pidyon HaBen is the other example he gives here. You do that using these Shkalims. So these Shkalim are used for Kodesh purposes. Therefore, it's called Shekel HaKodesh. He says, V'chein kol shiklei ha-mishkan, and so to all the shkalim of the mishkan. V'chein kol kesef katsuv ha-omer batara, and every time the Torah mentions set amounts of silver. Yikra lo ha-kasuv, shekel ha-kodesh. The text is going to call it shekel ha-kodesh. That's Ramban, and in general his school, and that's, I think, logical. What's the alternative to what Ramban is saying? Why else could it be called shekel ha-kodesh if not because you're going to use it for kodesh purposes? So the answer is, not an intuitive answer, um, and that is the shekel is innately Kodesh. There is something about it that in and of itself is Kodesh. And I refer you here to the Zohar in source number two. I'm not going to explain this Zohar because I don't understand it. Um, but take a look at this. This is my attempt in English of translating it. When I don't understand something, I translate it and hope that that's going to help. And in this case, it didn't. Um, <laughs> Rabbi Yossi Omar, Rabbi Yossi said, 
Tifsa de Shikla. The word Tifsa shows up in the Zohar in different contexts. I believe here it means what I wrote on the sheet, which is the minting, like the word Dfus, right? The Dalet and the Ted interchange. Um, so the minting of the Shekel, Be'emtza Isa Kaima, is in the middle. And what he means by middle, I believe, is that it's balanced. There's a balance between different forces. If you think about, in general, in Kabbalah, which I know everyone thinks about, um, but like you have balances between things like chesed and din, that kind of thing. So the um, the minting of the shekel is balanced. If you think of the word in Hebrew for something that is balanced, even, it can be called shakul, right? It's even. If you have a doubt, I don't know to do this or that, it's a fake shakul. It's a, it's a 50-50 doubt. And he says, "Visiman b'midam b'mishkalu b'masura." This is a pasuk which talks about not cheating anybody with your weights and measures. Mishkal is part of that. Mishkal lishan et kaima be'emtsa isa. Mishkal is an expression of being in the middle. Verazada and regarding this secret, shekel hakodesh ksiv. It says shekel hakodesh because there is some kind of inherent trait in the shekel that it is. Balanced and even, and as he writes, Moznayim Kaiman Iskalu. The scales stand upon it and are balanced. Like I said, I can translate, but I don't know what I'm talking about. The um, and what are these scales? Moznayt Sedek scales of justice. V'chulu Kaiman Bamishkal B'Shekel Hakodesh. They stand on the Mishkal. They are even in the Shekel Hakodesh. So two different schools of thought as to what makes this. Shekel Kodesh, is it inherent? The coin has Kedusha? Or is it the way you use it? What I like about this dichotomy is because it, it applies to a lot of other things. Um, consider, for example, Yom Tov. Yom Tov, on the one hand, is inherently Kodesh. Hashem said so. It's Mikra Kodesh. right? Hashem declares it to be Kodesh, and now it is Kodesh. On the other hand, Rav Moshe Feinstein points out regarding Purim, since we had Purim this week, that um, with Purim, the Pasuk in the Megillah says, La'asos osam yemei mishteh v'simcha o'mishloach manos. You have to make them yemei mishteh v'simcha. It's a day that you create. You generate the Kedusha of the day. And we talk about that with the Luach, right? Shabbos is automatically Kodesh. It doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter what your calendar is. You know, you could decide it's not good. It doesn't matter. Shabbos is Shabbos. Whereas Yom Tov is based on Beisdin declaring the day to be Yom Tov. When Beisdin says, this is Rosh Chodesh, therefore, 14 days later, that's going to be the 15th of whatever month is going to be Kodesh that time. So Pesach is Pesach because we say so, right? Especially when you consider the leap year. So it's based on our um, investment of Kedusha. What Ramban does with it, with this idea, is particularly interesting. He does it with Lashon HaKodesh, with, uh, with the fact that we call Hebrew Lashon HaKodesh. Um, the, um, you know, the, the Rambam has a, a line which the Ramah brings in Yerodeah. I brought you the Ramah's version of it in source number four. It's a tshuva of the Rambam. He says, V'yesh omrem de'ein lichto dvarim shelchol b'ksav ashuriz shekos bo ha-Torah. Some say you should not write mundane things using the alphabet that we use to write Torah. That's one of the explanations that's brought for why commentaries have been written in what people call Rashi script, right? Rashi script is not Rashi script. If we get to that point in our series where we learn about Rashi, Rashi never used Rashi script. The, um, the, it, it is a script which was used to print Rashi. 
Rashi also used a shorthand. It's just not Rashi's script. We know where Rashi's script comes from. We'll, we'll get to that, God willing. But the point is that there were various reasons for using those shorthand scripts. They were faster. They took up less space. Um, you wanted to... to uh, you, had, you had various reasons, but one reason was to say this commentary on the Torah, this commentary on the Gemara, is not as holy as what's in there. So we're going to use a different script to denote that. I don't know if any of you ever had this experience, but I had this experience my first time I was in Israel. And I walk into a washroom, and there's a tissue box, and it's got Hebrew writing on it. I'm like, I take that out of the bathroom. Because, yeah. like, you know, and to you, this is bizarre, I know. <laughs> what are you, what's wrong with you? <laughs> but, but, you know, for me, Hebrew was a language of Kedusha. Like, it wasn't the language by which, you know, the country functions. So... It was very strange, and, and to be fair, I have you know the Rambam on my side. <laughs> the um, the Medrash in uh, in Bracious Rabbah talks about Hashem creating the world with Lashon Hakodesh, right? The um, that that suggests it has its own kedusha. Rabbi Yudah Halevi in the Kuzari, I brought you in source number five, talks about Hebrew being the greatest of languages. Hachashuva Shevelashonos. Not because of the way you use it, but because of the language itself. He talks about the meter, and he talks about the structure, and, uh, you know, and, and he writes all these things that very few people understand about the linguistics of Hebrew as having its own status. Ramban says no. Ramban says we call it Lashon HaKodesh because of the way we use it. If you take a look at number six, this is from that same comment in Ramban. He says, This is on our parsha. She says this same thing that he said about Shekel HaKodesh, that it's Kodesh because of the way you use it. He says that's why we call Hebrew Lashon HaKodesh. It's because the Torah prophecies, holy things, are said in that language. That's what makes the language Kodesh. That's Ramban's idea. The Tashbait says that, because there's a Gemara in Shabbos, which I brought you here in source number seven, um, which says you are allowed to say things in Lashon Kodesh in the washroom. That's an explicit Gemara in Shabbos. I didn't know that when I was 14 years old. But the, uh, but the Gemara in Shabbos says explicitly that, you're, um, that you are allowed to speak in the, uh, in the bathhouse, is what they're talking about there, in Hebrew. says the Tashbait, so Shem Duran, why is that? Because it's only Kodesh when you use it for Kodesh, for, uh, for holy purposes. So you have these, um, these two different um, approaches to making something holy. Two different approaches in terms of the Shekel, two different approaches in terms of Yom Tov, two different approaches in terms of Hebrew. And to me, the big question that we have to ask ourselves out of all of this, and this is, you know, um, I don't know if anyone knows, I mean, in general, you know, I, I usually use the Parsha questions also with, um, with a group of Orchaim students before davening on Thursday morning. So this was my question to them, but I think it's relevant at our, our you know, everyone's age, um, is the Kedusha within our own lives, right? Is that Kedusha automatic? Because we're created B'Tselem Elohim, right? We're created in this image that Hashem designated for us, and therefore we are Kodesh. Or are we Kodesh, are our lives Kodesh, because of the way we use our time, because of the way we use our energy? Is it If you use your life for Kedusha, then it has Kedusha. If you use your life in some other way, then it, then it lacks Kedusha. Is your Kedusha inherent, like the Zohar on this Shekel? 
Or is your Kedusha, the way we intuit it, like Ramban is saying, the Kedusha comes because you use it for those, uh, those purposes. I think it's something to, to think about.